Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of You Tweeted, You Mean It, You Tweeted, You Mean It, You Tweeted, You Mean It, So don't try to get out of it, You Tweeted, You Mean It, Welcome to the show, Tweeted. You mean it, welcome to the show, you tweeted, you mean it, so don't try to get out of it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of You Tweeted, You Mean It Podcast. I am your host, Lord Byron, also known as Byron Broussard, a.k.a. Black Rocker on Twitter, Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. I'm not just me.com. This is episode 72 Dell. 72 Dell. Yeah, we opened with a bit of law dispute. Why it scares me. Law Dispute is a fucking amazing band with a lead singer that just writes poems to the songs that the band makes. And that's pretty fucking cool. He's just performing poetry to music and shit. What is that, rap or something? Today's episode is 72 Dell. I don't know why I'm talking with such feather. We've got tarot cards in my hand. What are they? Guess which ones? We've got the Toth deck. Alistair Crowley Toth deck. And we're shuffling and shuffling. And that's what we do here. We're going to flip a card to begin the show. What do we say to begin? We get Valor, number seven of wands. Wands are fire, fire is creation, creative energy. Yeah, number seven. So I... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I listened to to the previous podcast. This is previous podcast recap time. Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to people's podcasts. And, like, they have segments and shit. I mean, like, I have segments and shit. But, like, they have segments. I cannot imagine. I mean, I've talked about this before. How the fuck do you do a podcast every fucking week? That shit is insane. Not insane, but that's like... Insane. <laughs> it's just insanely hard. Like you're forcing yourself to care about the news. Or maybe people care about the news. I don't know. Who knows? Podcasts are fucking crazy. That's why I like my improv podcasts. Improv and Never Not Funny. Those are my shit. That's shout out to Comedy Bang Bang. 
Shout out to Spontaneous Nation. Shout out to wait, what else to listen to? Check's phone. Trying to think of improv podcasts. I know I don't really listen to too much shit. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Spontaneous Nation, Comedy Bang Bang, and Never Not Funny. But Never Not Funny is an improv as much as it is just bullshitting. And bullshitting is cool as the fuck. I don't know if you've ever listened to Never Not Funny, but it's fucking amazing. <laughs> they talk about what they like. Like, I mean, if news comes across all of them, then they'll mention it and they'll probably make fun of it. But it's like, the format is just, we're going to make fun of each other. I'm talking about other people's podcasts before I get into the main point, which is I listened to my last episode and I did not like it. It was boring. To me, at least. Last episode was boring. I tweeted so much in January. And I only got through nine days. Last episode. (coughs) It took me like four hours to edit all that shit. I'm spiking it up. Spike it up. It took me so long to edit those tweets. It was ridiculous. Um, I guess today is going to be another boring episode with just different commercials and different breaks in between. Hopefully, maybe I talk about something amazing on the tweets, but I doubt it. It's usually me typing out shit to psych myself out to go type my book. Um, recently, undocumented, unrecorded stand-up. Uh, let's see, what did I do? No new jokes yet. But I feel like I'm on the verge of some new bits. <laughs> you ever be on the verge of new bits? They're coming. The new bits are coming. (coughs) (coughs) Um, So yeah, this episode is kind of boring. We flipped a card, it's the Queen of Cups. It's a water one. Water is emotion, it's the Queen of them. You know how that go. Queen of Cups. (coughs) Today might be another boring podcast. Uh, I mentioned that already. 
We've talked about. <coughs> we talked about stand up already. Talked about other people's podcasts already. Yeah, it's ready for a boring episode. I guess we can explain where the the time, the, the date of the tweets. That's about it. Explain when the tweets are, then read a few of them, then explain where we're at again. I suggest listening to my previous episodes. We're on July, January, July, January, January, July. The first month of 2018. Sadly, last episode I mentioned, like, this wasn't busy work. But... I listen to it and it it is it is busy work. Hashtag busy work episodes. Trying to get through to the present moment. God damn it, we're so close to the present moment. I even haven't been tweeting nor writing my book in the present, just waiting to catch up. Even though that might not be exactly why I'm waiting, but that is the reason why I'm waiting. Oh boy, wouldn't it be... No, it can't be disappointing when I finally catch up because I'll start recording stand-up again and maybe by that time I'll have some type of new joke. Even if I don't have a new joke, the new joke will probably be that I don't have a new joke or the new joke will be that... And <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck the recorded stand-ups will become. I haven't recorded myself in a two months now. So when I perform for myself, you know, I don't know what I'll pull out. Pull out for myself and you guys, which is mostly me. (laughs) If I just continuously on, maybe the episode will get better by itself. Oh man, I'm dreading editing this already. January 9th is where the tweets start. They start on January 9th. And of course, what I'm talking about, like I mentioned earlier already, is writing the book, The Day Billy Fell Off the Cliff. Oh, fuck. I was supposed to do this cool Twitter thing. This cool Twitter thing where I make a story over days. Oh shit. I hope this is as boring for you as it is for me. 
flipped a card. It's called Ruin, Ten of Swords. Ruin, Swords or Intellect. I'm ruining this. And I don't care. The tweets will probably be amazing because I am cool. Sometimes, I guess, I don't know. I kind of want to smoke. Is this the Queen of Wands? Wands of Creation. I'm going to scrounge around. If I just put more music on, this is just like a. This is music I like. Look, listen to this. I like this music. I like this music. This music. Switch songs. Okay, we're going. 
Facebook makes me sad. The weight of truth and facts is hard to balance. My mind tells me to go back to how it was before, but I know the smart move is to push through deeper into what I find to be overwhelming. I started the music too early. I hate this dumb dance I do. Call it a ritual. I hate this dumb ritual that I have fallen into. I gotta find music and get high and find inner peace before I get to my writing for tonight. It's already 1.30 and shit, and I'm stalling. I mean, the dumbass ritual does help me in multiple ways but I mean it's still dumb though. I kind of wanted to experience the morning tomorrow. Staying up late has me waking up in the afternoon. I shouldn't pretend like today wasn't productive. I did listen to my class and that's about it. LOL. But if I also write something there will also be that too. And bam productivity. Oh and I learned about She Legit and that was pretty fun. Only on the fourth song out of the album I'm considering changing music to a YouTube playlist. I tried one one time and it wasn't half bad. It was a bunch of videos that I had played a bunch of times. Nah, I'ma just go for senses fail. Then I'm going to be reminded of Emery and switch to their latest album because I don't have that one completely memorized like most of their other albums. Oh, but the senses fail is good though. I don't like how my beard feels on this pillow. Time to step my game up and get some silk sheets. Ooh yeah. I just got disgusted with Twitter. Shame on these feelings. I need to go right. But still though, I witnessed a chain of tweets that's going to be screenshot and shared. And now I know how to make threads. My feelings have changed. What good fortune we seem to have stumbled upon. Most of my tweets are already a thread, but one day I'll make a real one. IDKY? Wait, so it's a thread, that's why. Boring goals alert. I've lost faith in this concept, but I do now know how. At least I think I do. This is going to be my first thread or attempt. It says add another tweet. I don't know how this is going to turn out, but it does feel comfortable. Like the background of Twitter is blackened out and it's a little 
box that looks a lot like instant messenger with less shit around the top parts now to see the results so i don't like how it worked on the laptop desktop site of twitter the tweets didn't even refresh themselves to show my new tweet i expected the tweet to just show itself under the tweet that is on top of this input box but the tweet was at the top when i refreshed so each time i add a tweet and refresh the new tweet is added onto the bottom so assuming i was writing a whole long story eventually i'd have to begin scrolling to reach the latest tweet it's probably simpler on the phone i'm guessing also it says sent tweet to black rocker so i found access from a different direction this looks promising definitely a different color and there is a blue line from the previous tweet to this input box i clicked my profile then a button add another tweet also this is a successful thread peeps gotta check this isn't bad it exits and i don't have to refresh only my tweets showing there is still prospect of scrolling but the end is the destination so it's not a bother to scroll to the bottom of the screen and click add another tweet instead of replying to the last tweet hashtag mundane expert hashtag coniferous ferns wow i have a mixtape called coniferous ferns and not once have i hashtagged it until that last tweet it would have been clutch if that hashtag brought to light some of the meaning of the tweet but nope a shallow tweet it is reference to something so unknown it is hashtag coniferous ferns i should just preemptively do that with all of my music titles now that i've discovered the flaw in this twitter sphere that prospect is cool enough to tweet about for me lol a string of tweets that explains hashtags that i can later use to send people to the string of tweets wait i kind of did that but this time the idea is expanded to mean making unique hashtags that lead to information that's saved there because no one else is using that hashtag hashtag yo was a joke that i'm sure is flooded out by other people using the hashtag i check now okay most def that hashtag hashtag yo is flooded i've already kind of used hashtag coniferous ferns also i forgot that in later using the hashtag it would begin to bury the information it would have to be maintained by periodical tweets with the correct information between bait tweets this plan is crumbling although i do think that it would be funny or i think it has potential kind of like the facebook edits have potential but i don't really play with it enough oh shit i could thread old tweets like facebook edit but on twitter that'd be complicated my little dark age at who is mgmt the song is catchy yo the solos the echoes my little dark age i'd have to do it like one tweet added to the thread a day and then not add for a period then one tweet then not add for over a day in that style i could start a few threads now that would be a cool idea i'm proud of myself again look at us making things with the brain mind two things are fighting for recognition in the prime time of impressions i find it distasteful i was going to say sad but sad is the wrong word so is distasteful it makes me pity the notion that i think this is important on such a high level that the ideas fight to be first out yeah fuck the demiurge lol i gotta stop saying that if i'm going to really learn truth uh fuck me is what i was saying shame for sowing division of self into the interwebs shame on the earnest coherence that movie coherence was tight y'all i liked it a lot so one of the ideas lost the fight i can't even remember what it was lol the other idea was that i am doing this as an exercise oh i remember the other one they seem to go together now that's odd did i do that so these outlets made are more for my book to say without the mumbo jumbo at the top of the tweet taking up most of the space for the words that should really 
account, you know? It's like, I don't care, or like, I want you to think I don't care about the information part. Initiation, they call it. I call it hiding golden shit. The ideas I came up with are to exercise the part of my brain that needed to get into the mind of my character that I am writing. He has the ability to do way more shit than I can, and sometimes I have to find something new in the world to write for what's going on in that world. I was about to accredit my first thread to that same exercise, but that would be a lie, lol. The thread was pure ego. The other girl got over 4,000 likes per tweet in that 30 tweet thread. Some of the tweets had like 30,000 likes, yo. That's some wild shit. That was like seeing a dune arrakis worm slip by you, spraying out spice making it rain melange all over the place. Like, holy shit, that's a big thread, yo. It'd be hilarious if I never wrote a word of my book the whole night. Almost as funny as the book just being all tweets where I mentioned the book. New goddamn motherfucking idea, nigger. Behind the scenes book on a book, motherfucker. Compiling all tweets I had while writing the book and putting them in a book called Behind the Scenes Book on a Book. LOL. New ideas can be ridiculous and also someone's probably already done it. That concept is not a simple Google. Holy shit, my brain hurts. Also, I'm almost positive that people have made books about how they wrote other books. That's similar enough to my idea for me not to call my idea new, although it is revolutionary in concept. Not only is it cool as fuck, but it's also written already for the most part, lol. The book isn't over yet, but they both wrote themselves at the same time. They. It lives inside my head and in the impression of you 30 or so people who witnessed these tweets. Will it live? Watch I forget this concept until I read it on you tweeted you mean it. It would be a lot of work to go through the tweets and flag the ones where I'm referencing my book, but it's not impossible. Remember this for when, when you get to it. OMG, the behind the scenes book on a book would most definitely end up being bigger than the book itself, and that would be hilarious. I mean, bigger in size, they both will be lacking in popularity, lol. I sure hope I don't become important before I finish my art. Maybe the fear of that extra echo is what holds back my popularity. Well now, the she legit got me on another plane, nigga, lol, I feel smart. I'm doing art, bitch. I don't need a bunch of opinions fucking up my echoes of myself. I got enough echoes already, thank you very much. I'll watch my own work, thank you very much. Yes, me watching my own work is my new project, thank you very much. Shh, I need pure opinion of myself. Hashtag only I can judge me. Oh shit, revelation in this bitch. Only I can judge me. That's what Billy tells Jessica to fix her. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Fixer sounds harsh, but you don't know the whole story. Also, only I can judge me would best be described as one fixing themselves. Hashtag they Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. This is the she legit chapters nigga, brace yourself. 311 words so far, I want to stop. I think I'm sleepy. 311 words added to the story. Not bad, definitely better than adding four sentences. LOL, I'm running from the book because it got touching and personal and I couldn't look at it, LOL. Feelings are some wild shit, yo. I'm going back under. Final count for the night and the day is 475 words added to the story. Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. I think I could take Twitter more seriously than an office job. AKA I think Twitter is an office job. <coughs>
I probably should have coughed before I clapped. Man. Reading is some shit. I'm having a hard time reading. Uh, I'm sitting weird, I think. I feel like maybe if I had posture, I'd be able to say things better. Maybe if I was whispering instead of talking, I'd be able to better read the tweets. I just don't want to whisper and then like... I feel like the, the, when I read, I should dictate like I'm reading and not swallow words and shit. And then these tweets are somewhat important to me. I should have known that they'd be coming on an episode I was shitting on so heavily. And this is going to be a real boring episode, but it's going to be real important to me. God damn it. Dell. Number 72 Dell. Hey, this is an episode of a podcast. It's going to be so long to edit. We're still on June 9th, by the way. All of those tweets were from one night. <laughs> and one night I came up with two concepts that I remember to this day. I mean, like, coming up with the concept was different than how I remember. Like, I just remembered having the idea to do something. Also, I started to do it. Both things, both ideas. And then also I came up with only I Can Judge Me on January 9th. That was cool. That whole... The whole tweet, there's two before it. I could scroll to it since it's not that far. And I know what date we're on. Just clicking and scrolling. Uh, she legit, that's some cool mountain water shit. I dropped a bunch of tarot cards. Sheila just pretty cool. It's like this, uh, I want to say tar substance, but it's more resin. So My throat is so itchy. It's more of resin substance than it is tar, per se. And it comes from like the Himalayan mountains, usually, or some other type of mountains. And it's like a bunch of organic shit crushed up real good and like oozing out of the top of the mountains kind of like in the springs area like and if there's a spring it'll also probably be oozing this resin she legit which is a bunch of organic matter suppressed upon itself condensed so it's got a shitload of minerals and shit and you take it by tiny tiny teaspoonfuls I forgot what the measurement is called but it's like a it's not a really t a teaspoon it's like smaller than that 10 bites or something like that bits <laughs> 10 bits 100 something grams I don't know anyway I don't know why I'm Trying to describe the spoon. Probably because I'm wasting time. That would be a good reason for why I am 
describing this spoon. Wasting time while they did what other than pick up those cards which I finished doing like 30 seconds ago. Why did I start talking about Sheila did? Because I was scrolling to get to this tweet. I still didn't get to it. <laughs> oh, because I dropped the cards. Okay. got a sneeze it's it went away I know I shouldn't have said I got a sneeze but the the silence was getting too long I was like itching it to the front of this you know like like how you call the sneeze until you <laughs> you pull the sneeze out I was itching it to the front and I was focusing on that itch and I was like oh, oh it's coming it's building and then I was like, wait a minute, the silence has been too long. <laughs> it would have taken at least 30 more seconds to sneeze. And then that would have just been like 40 seconds of silence and then a sneeze. That's messed up. That's like one of those horror videos. It's like, look closely. Listen closely. Kaboom. Kaboom, not boo. Drop some more cars. That means I gotta gonna do some more time wasting. We have scrolled to where the tweet is. Well, let's flip a card about it. We flip the devil. A trump card, number five, fifteen. I've described the devil before on other podcasts. This is the Toth deck if you're curious, if you want to Google it, because I'm not describing it. Because it's just more wasting of time. I've already described it before. What else can I say about it? You know, <laughs> listen to the other episodes. This one is just for me. The other episodes are better. Remember, we're shitting on this podcast. Even though it's got like it's imparting real important information. I mean, if if and when I finish my book and the people that it's able to reach reach it <laughs> the people that are it's able to reach reach it, this is <laughs> this is the triangle of the audience, me and the X. The X being the book. When the book is able to reach the audience, and the audience is... Wait, what was I saying? When it re when people can reach it, reach it? Whatever. I was explaining the triangle in a weird way. I like the words that I used. But they're gone into the vacuum of those few seconds when I recorded it. I'll have to listen back and be like, oh, okay, that was worthless to hold on to. Thanks, me. That one phrase that I could have used. I could have used. I mean, I did say it, so I mean, like... That's a weird thing. Where if I don't remember something... If something's not recorded as... Well, no... 
Yeah, actually, yeah, something's not recorded because it's not recorded currently, although it is recorded currently, but like to me, it's not in my grasp. It's not in your grasp either. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's also in your grasp. Fucking time, man. Time is fucking insane. So right now we're in a weird time spot because this moment is literally being recorded. But for me, it's not accessible. For you, it is accessible. And when you, it's accessible to you, it's also accessible to me. So at that moment, it will be recorded. But right now, it's not recorded. So like I have this thing where if something's not recorded, then I can't take credit for it. Or I don't want to take credit for it, I guess. Because it's more of a personal choice than a, a rule. <laughs> what if I just live by a bunch of rules? I definitely don't keep them in my head. That'd be some subconscious ass rules. It's more like choices. To where if you don't accept... Uh, blah, 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 chaos... Potential energy, uh, <laughs> gaining the most potential energy by not taking by not taking credit. You're taking credit for everything. By not taking any credit, you've taken all credit. If you can polarity it or study Taoism or whatnot, whatever the fuck, whatever pathway to get to understanding of what I said. Anyway, I said that shit, and I don't feel, if I would have remembered it, I could be like, oh, remember when I said that thing? And I could take credit for it, because it's recorded in my memory. But if it's not recorded in, like, literal sense, and not recorded memory sense, it's like, did it even happen? <laughs> That's a, I wouldn't say that's a healthy way to look at it, but it's like, you know, at this moment, that's how I felt, because I really want to know what I said, and that's why I speculated this long on it, and that I have that feeling means that I don't want it to be lost. So, that's weird. That was for me again. <laughs> what are we even talking about? When my book reaches the people that can reach it, <laughs> that's probably what I said. <laughs> I hate that I'm dwelling on it. <laughs> okay, so yeah. why this is important information because when my book reaches the people that can reach it when people that can reach my book reach it 
when my book reaches people that can reach my book when my people that can reach my book <laughs> I'm still stuck on this one phrase that I said and it's already recorded let it go I feel like I want to say it like that because it properly explains what I'm trying to say and that is not often where English does that for you where you can explain a concept in such a way that's like leveled deep as it was so deep the way I said it because it was like <laughs> it's like raw raw feeling I was like boom instead of having to weirdly explain so in the future when the book's done and people who can understand it reach it why do I keep saying reach I hate it I hate that I say reach now when my book's done and the people who understand it get a hold of it <coughs> then a big main part will be only I can judge me and this is important because this is the the making of only I can judge me only I can judge me is already important to me like if anybody um, once again repeating that phrase if anybody can understand the book like they'd understand that that shit is powerful as fuck or it's at least a big moment. So behind the shit. <laughs> oh damn. You ever fuck up your spot? There we go, we're still good. I have to find the tweet I was on again. So I'm not just me. I'm not just me. Only I can judge me. Alright, so. How long has this been going on? We're almost at an hour. That's how much t editing I had to do on those tweets that I am currently at like 54 minutes but you are probably at like 40 something it's a lot of fucking clicking man I have to like click and drag the whole space and then go to the, the little scissors button I could do control X but if you click the scissors or control X twice the whole track disappears and then you have to control Z but like doing it with the keyboard feels like I'm more liable to erase the whole thing and then if I keep erasing and control undoing the entire track which might be upwards of three hours 
then like that could cause glitches and shit. The program's gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't just be <laughs> adding and subtracting three hours of content like that. Moving around them bites. Anyway. Was I still scrolling? No, I wasn't. I found where we were again. Oh, whatever. Whatever am I doing? Talking about the clicking and how do I arrange tweets, I guess. I have a commercial. I'm not going to do the commercial this, this break. We're going to save commercial for next break. The commercial was me babbling about a phrase that I said. <coughs> Wait, which is what I'm doing. Which is what I'm trying to get to is me babbling about a phrase I said. This is... This is layered. I'm not sure if the layers are amazing or good. <laughs> I mean, only I can judge me, right? So I guess these layers are fucking legitimate. They're really cool layers. I mean, like... I talked about how bad I feel when I don't get to grasp or I don't get to record a phrase and now I'm about to talk about how good I feel or I've actually also been talking about how good I feel because this phrase is recorded and it's going to be recorded in a book and like fully fleshed out and explained. I can explain it backwards and forwards and different dimensions and different people, different types of people can give ex no, I could give an example of different types of people comprehending the phrase and it means most most of what you think it can mean so the creation of the The creation of the phrase comes from the creation of my third book that I'm working on. Other third book being, first book being Your Dirty Nigger Soul. Second book being The Day Billy Fell Off the Cliff. Third book, which is what I was mentioning when I came up with the phrase, is the behind the scenes book on a book. That is the book number three. Behind the scenes book on a book. So while I was coming up with the concept behind the scenes book on a book, which was kind of, uh, I, I made a joke probably the day before, because <laughs> January tweets, I started last episode. We only got through nine days. Somewhere in those nine days, I mentioned what if the book I'm talking about is just all of the tweets that I've been tweeting about the book? Like, what if there is no book? It's just all these tweets. So I made that joke a few days ago in the timeline of January. And on January 9th, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, behind the scenes book on a book. 
so like I come up with the thing that's the mind state I'm in I'm like I've come up with this cool concept I'm gonna take my tweets that I've tweeted about this book that would be the joke of I don't have a real book it's just I'm just bragging about if I were to write a book this is what I'd brag about so like I'm taking all of those tweets that are referencing this book that I have and I'm gonna call it a behind-the-scenes book on a book and I'm gonna put it out and it's just gonna be tweets that I wrote while writing a book <laughs> so that's the mind state I'm in I'm like yeah I'm gonna make this a real thing watch I forget till I read it on the podcast Okay, so I'm going to read the three tweets before I come up with the phrase, which is... The three... Wait, what am I... I don't want to... <laughs> which... The three tweets, which is me bragging, pretty much. No, 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 it's not me bragging. It's me saying that I hope I don't get famous or whatever. If I were to be famous, then it would affect the clear echo I have on myself. Okay, so the three tweets before we get to it. OMG, the behind the scenes book on a book will most definitely end up being bigger than the book itself. And that would be hilarious. I mean, bigger in size, they both will be lacking in popularity, lol. I sure hope I don't become important before I finish my art. Maybe the fear of that extra echo is what holds back my popularity. Well now, the she legit got me on another plane, nigga. LOL, I feel smart. I'm doing art, bitch. But I don't need a bunch of opinions fucking up my echoes of myself. I got enough echoes already, thank you very much. I wait on my own. I watch my own work. Thank you very much. Yes, me watching my own work is my new project. Thank you very much. Shh. <laughs> Shh. I need a pure opinion of myself. <laughs> Shh. I need a pure opinion of myself. Hashtag only I can judge me. Oh shit, revelation in this bitch. Only I can judge me. Spelled M-I. That's what Billy tells to Jessica to fix her. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Fiction sounds harsh, but you don't know the whole story. Also, only I can judge me would best be described as fixing... As one fixing themselves. One fixing themselves. Anyway. Only I can judge me turns out to be like these magic words... And uh, in the day Billy fell off the cliff, that they sell as immortality. Which I mean, which I mean, it didn't start off as a selling point of immortality, but that's what it is. Because they all have intuitions that live in the star. And their intuition 
knows about their past and their future as explained in the book through example Jessica's intuition also known as Mr. Intuition also known as me Mr. Intuition MI me <laughs> Jessica's intuition was afflicted by the past the visual of Mr. Intuition is a small kid huddled in like on the floor of a round star he's inside of a round globe and it's like hollow globe so to sit on the bottom I mean he could fly and how big it is is a reference to how you want how big you want to make it but anyway it doesn't have to be an earth-sized globe it could be like a fucking 10 by 10 foot globe diameter is that 10 by 10 diameter 10 cubed <laughs> anyway however far apart it is Mr. Intuition sitting on the ground huddled to himself and holding his head and rocking back and forth in his vision all he can see is the past and he's saying I was I was I was so he could see Jessica's past on the other hand we have Rick Rick who is the pathfinder of the story they read his book to see his intuition also known as Miss Intuition also known as me MI Miss Intuition so Rick's intuition is obsessed with the future visual of misintuition would be her flying around the globe the hollow globe and on the surface of the inside are a bunch of screens I guess you could say I mean it's a flat surface it's all one flat surface but around it is a bunch of small visions of Rick's future and Miss Intuition is obsessed with the futures so she watches most of <laughs> most of all of them until they come into fruition then she goes to the next one she says I will I will I will I think I was I was and then I I will yeah I will I will I will I will Yep, and then we get Billy, who's the observer to both Jessica and Rick, who is also in contact with his intuition. Unlike Jessica and Rick, where Billy has like a personal relationship with his intuition, in the darkness of self-reflection, Billy asks his intuition questions and they are questions that get like in-depth answers 
So Billy's intuition, also known as misintuition or me, is one of the present ones. Which present means you can see the past and the future. But that like that potential's in all of the me's. Which is why only I can judge me sets them free. For one, only I can judge me puts them in contact with their own intuitions. Like, finally, you know? Because it... I mean, like, you could be in contact with it. Especially one that's telling you the future. But it'll be just, like, more of signs and, like, small answers. For the past one, it's, like, wisdom and learning instead of intuition like based guesses and like <laughs> strategy I guess would be for the future strategy and then being like wisdom for the past <coughs> but the present one is, is just fucking is both you can ask questions it's more it's more human driven Instead of being driven by the intuition, the intuition is driven by the human. And that's another thing that only I can judge me brings to the table for these, these being in the book, these beings in the book. It makes them immortal because once they're in contact with their intuition and they're in the driver's seat, then they can ask their intuition to <laughs> they can well I mean their intuition could pretty much show them their past lives it could show them the future too but like the future is a shitload of choices and you choose which one <laughs> I mean and if you could see all of them you could choose one to get to a certain point but you'd have to know the question you'd have to know the destination before you try to get there and that's what we talked about with condensing time. You need to know X. X would have to be in the future first, and then you make it in the past and in the present. So, whatever. So, knowing the future isn't like some big thing. <laughs> Unless you've got like an agenda and direction, you can ask the proper questions. Anyway, that makes them immortal because when they go into the star, which is when they, there's no really death on this thing, but there is a memory wipe when you go into the star and you become Mr. Mr. <laughs> Miss or Mr. Intuition. And then you appear back on the, ugh, the the landscape I don't like that I haven't explained this book before and like trying to explain only I can judge me I have to explain like the whole inner workings of the world I don't want to explain that to you <laughs> but there's a cycle they go through and eventually one part of the cycle erases their memories because they become their intuition and if your intuition stuck in the past then it's not going to tell you anything 
there was one part where Billy tries to talk to my well, he, he tries to talk to Mr. Intuition, who belonged to Jessica. He tried to talk to me. <laughs> I know he told Jessica to talk to me to remember something. That was before he learned about me. I'm fucking up the story. Anyway, they try to interact with it one time and it goes wrong because it, the intuition was stuck in the past. So telling her to remember her past life was like, uh, me's like, oh, I'm already remembering your past life. You want me to remember harder? I'm already stuck in the past. So, like, I'm just gonna, <laughs> gonna dig in more. And I just ignored. She still got her memory erased because, like, it wasn't in speaking, it wasn't on speaking terms yet. Anyway, making you immortal, that's what I was trying to explain. So, when you're on speaking terms, you can decide shit like having a memory of your last life or all of your lives are the most important parts. Because you can talk with the immortal part of you. Which is me. Me is the immortal part that's always in the star. At one point we hinted... <coughs> we hinted that Rick's futures were... Were uh, slimming. But I think... When that happens, like... I didn't write exactly what happens when the futures get like the futures all go. Well, I did that because like they haven't done everything. <laughs> everything in that world hasn't been done yet. Nobody has yet to escape. Or nobody there has yet to escape. So since something new can be done, then I mean the the future is always going. We've always got other options. So like I hinted at Rick's options narrowing down to a few screens that his intuition was flying behind and looking at. But then it oh what I did was I told it to wait. Like his intuition learned to wait. And that's when he... <laughs> he declined into being a skeleton. Because he was the pathfinder and he ran out of paths. But he knew waiting was a path also. So he waited until more options came. And the options came because Billy is still doing shit. Billy is like the fucking go-getter. <laughs> Billy the hero. He solves most problems because he's in touch with his intuition on asking bases and question bases. And because Jessica helped him a bunch. And then Jessica drove him to do some cool shit. 
and then he Then he manifested misintuition into the physical world, which is what I talked about last podcast with the tweets, manifesting me into the physical with the three spheres, because he was moving first, he was able to move fast enough to expose the inner circle. And he does that after only I can judge me. Only I can judge me was more for Jessica. It was more for Jessica because she got her memory erased going through the star. So only I can judge me brought her back. to herself that she was before and more so now since it puts you in in the driver's seat of your intuition which is like the immortal part of them because they can get they can get consumed by each other literally And when they're consumed by another person, they live inside of the head of the other person. They see what the other person sees. Uh, I don't go as far as they feel what the other person feels. But when the the host, when the host goes into his darkness of self-reflection, his or her, then everyone inside of his head can manifest themselves and shit in the self-reflection so they can have images there and also they could be so they can be right tag-alongs on other people or prisoners on other people or they can be in the backpack which everyone has a backpack there and I revealed that the backpack is this no no the backpack's not the star well yeah it is the backpack is the star, so once you get put in the backpack, you, you directly turn into your intuition. And once you're taken out of the backpack, you turn into lightning, which flashes you back into the space. So if you know your intuition, and you know you are one with your intuition, and only you can judge it, then when you become your intuition in a backpack it doesn't mean that you've forgotten who you are especially the core of who you are and what you've accomplished so when you flash back into the reality again you understand where you were before and where you are now because you're in contact with both of them and only you can judge them literally making them immortal so no matter if they're in prison in somebody else's body or if they're in the star in the backpack 
they're still themselves <laughs> so they can't really die and I mentioned that like it makes them immortal unless you get like dazed they're like you, <laughs> you can waste time I guess I don't know you can choose to forget yourself you can choose to start new but that's I mean like even the knowledge that you're choosing to start new is weird it doesn't make you not immortal just makes you ignorant of your immortality <laughs> and then somebody could walk around like and just tell you like only I can judge me <laughs> Only I can judge my intuition. And then you'll be like, what? What? What the? Only I can judge my intuition. Oh shit, nigga, I've been here before. God damn it, I wanted to forget. <laughs> God damn it, I've been immortal for so fucking long. And that's the problem they're gonna get to real quick. But there's already a war going on, so I mean, there's already other shit. I don't know why I'm going this in depth. Am I making this less boring by talking about my book? Or am I making it more boring? I don't know, because in the end I'm just going to continue to talk about the book. Or maybe I go into different shit. Yeah, yeah, I do go into different shit. Going back to the tweets, I talk about, I'm about to talk about a dream I had. No, wait, I only say one thing about that dream. Yeah, I didn't say much about it, so... I could talk about it here, but I don't remember. <laughs> I thought I explained it. I explained it to a text message. That's what it was. I learned how to time travel in my dreams, is what I'm about to talk about in the tweet. But I talk about it like very poorly. it was like literal school where they were talking about time travel and they drew circles on the wall and like it was technical shit that I felt like not that I was auditing but I didn't feel like I belonged there I felt like I audited out a little bit Somehow it's all black and white How does it feel, how does it feel To know everything you thought to be true Is it real, 
I had time travel dreams. I went to a class to learn from the best how to time travel, and while there, I had a lot of fun. Then I woke up in another time, literally, lol. I'm getting better at navigating my dreams. I'm about to take a real fucking trip, bro, soon. I lost a follower. Uh, I thought I was on the rise with my smooth impression game. Oh yeah, I didn't do impression primetime last night. I'll rise one day. I typed 401 words so far today. The day is young, and the impression primetime is ripe. I might get to two thou again. I gotta go eat something and pee and put some pants on. Grand total for tonight is 793 words. I fell asleep before I was able to get the count out there. I'll catch the impression prime time tomorrow night. I attempted to listen to my latest episode if you tweeted you meaned it and I fell asleep in the first part of me talking. Usually I feel a lot more about me talking but episode 65 untitled is a snooze for quite a while and I forgot to name the episode. This is horrendous. I've got to listen to it so I can get the secret encoded message that I sent myself from the future through my past self twice filtered. First filter is this tweet and all those tweets before. The second filter is the podcast. The secret encoded messages are in the tweets reading. I hurt my toe and spent half the day wondering exactly how bad a broken bone hurts. Like if it feels like a mosquito bite, is that enough pain to say it could be broken? If it feels like a normal bruise, is there a chance I'm just a badass and it's actually broken? I don't have to tweet this to remember, but I so badly want to brag about my joke because I'm listening to my own podcast which is playing different sets of mine and I finally made the joke wholesome and scientifically sound by switching the words inside and outside. A zombie on the inside, dear boy. Everything ever on the outside. Chap bang. I got a scientifically sound and wholesome identity. The joke was vice versa, but I didn't take into account the truth to what I said. Just the title of zombie and everything ever. Zombie bits correspond to soul and reincarnation being the living dead. That is a bunch of internal mumbo jumbo if I ever seen some. The bits I'm going to make about being everything ever are going to make that weird actors do it all the time. Bit look like a poorly thought out concept. If I'm a string, I'm a string lol the best. I had to pause my own podcast to brag about a joke that doesn't really exist. Although I did switch the inside for outside on stage at Queer Mountain for the first time and it felt right as rain. I'm pretty sure that was divine moment. Not recorded. Here's to future tags. I guess I'll go into the demiurge bits differently now. Trying to think where his polarity lays. Inside or outside. Dead or living. A thought or an object. It's going to have to be inside. Sorry zombie me. You're connected to the demiurge. Wait, that's perfect. I go into the bit explaining why identity is outwardly everything ever. If I'm a string, then I'm the string. Then on the inside, I come out as a zombie, everything past, reincarnation, walking dead, creator of the universe, the high and the lowest alpha and omega. Nigga, I'm making wholesome, scientifically sound jokes now. What the fuck is this? Hashtag see legit boost, baby. I was wrong about my latest episode being boring. I was too close to it. I had recorded it, then spent at least six hours editing. After six hours, I could handle hearing it again. The space between then and now changed my mind. It's a great episode. 
tweeted, you mean it, 65. Last night I wrote 15 words. It's not nothing, LOL. 225 words on the word count today. Writing in the morning isn't all that bad. Actually, I can't stop writing yet. Gotta get through this scene, LOL, a book scene. 564 words today, including the count I took earlier. I should be able to get back at it later tonight. It's revelation time, baby. Last night I wrote 186 words. Nothing special, but it is progress nonetheless. Today's word count is already 464. It's a part of the story with too much dialogue and no action. I'm fighting to think through to the action. Steps instead of leaps. But the steps are three or four steps at a time. Ugh, dialogue. Episode 65, in case you missed it. New episode coming out in an hour or so. Gotta edit that shit. 522 words typed today. A nice chunk of the story. Rick's redemption is what the chapter should be called. Today's word count is 593. I could type more, but I want to record the podcast. Uh, so, right now, right now before the edits, I read a tweet that I fucked up the words on, so I called redo, and then I was like, this is a perfect place to stop. There weren't very many, (laughs) I mean, like, compared to the beginning of January, there weren't very many tweets up to this date, which is January 26th. Well, in the Twitter sphere, the tweets I'm reading are from January 26th now. I've explained a lot of the book of the day Billy fell off the cliff, not in the previous tweets, but like in the podcast. I talked about how I tried to listen to my podcast, episode 65. I listened to it, and then I was like, I hate it. It's boring. But that's because I spend so much time with the podcast. Like, I record it. Right now we're an hour 34 in. An hour 35 now. You're probably at like an hour 20. But anyway. So right now we're that far in. And like, I have to edit this, so like I hear, oh man, when editing I have to hear everything I've read again. Like all the tweets I read, I have to listen to them, just to hear myself say redo at the end, so I could be like, oh, gotta cut that one out. Like, I've realized it works better if I listen to it all the way through, cutting out the redos, instead of listen to a full tweet, and if it's perfect, then I edit out the spaces right then, I listen to the next tweet, if it's a redo, then I 
delete the redo part of it and then edit the correct one spaces like that shit takes forever tweet by tweet just editing spaces and listening to one tweet upwards of four times in a row oh, it's so draining it's a lot easier on me to do the listen to the whole thing correct this correct the redos and then I go through and delete every space but also when I do that part I feel like sometimes I well no I'm getting really good with the spacing of words but it sounds better when I do it tweet by tweet because I can tell which words I say close to one another and which words should be closer which words could use a pause in between them so it's like orchestrated better when I do a tweet by tweet sometimes I'll have like a word with an S at the end or like a T a T sound and it shows up as like a little dot it registers as a dot on the end of a vibration like 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 there's a, a moment before the K where I'm not making any noise like like you know and so that space in between is like <laughs> it looks like the the small spike for the K it looks like that might be irrelevant but like when I'm editing tweet by tweet I'll hear that it says like and I know that like is one of those words with a K at the end and sometimes what I'll do is I'll shorten the distance between the space of the K so it just sounds like 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 this is still like a very small space in between like whatever I was trying to repeat what it would look like Okay, that was, was that fruitless? What are we even doing anymore? What type of... <laughs> We're on the January 26th. The tweets I read had nothing to do with anything. I talked about my podcast. That's what I was talking about. I was rambling about this because that's how close I am to the podcast. And I try to listen to the podcast over again. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> because I'm too close to it. But then, like, I'll wait a day or two. And I'll listen to it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Remember when I made that reference? Oh, shit. I came around in a complete circle. Oh, shit. It sounds like you're completely lost right now. 
But oh shit, you can't get lost, nigga. Oh shit. You know? And then I listen to the tweet portion and I'm like, oh shit, you were talking about that shit right before you read it. Oh shit. But like sometimes in the past episodes, reading tweets would be the last thing we do. So like, I wouldn't be talking about what I read as much as I just present it. I present some shit. We gotta flip a card and get to something, something else. Talking about my understanding of my own podcast, we get the Knight of Cups. Cups is water. Water is emotion. So the next tweets, I'm about to explain another part of the book. Um, this is the part of the book that I'm currently at. I think. But like, yeah, I think so. So like, we're getting real close to to current times. Oh, what I wanted to mention was I've liked a shitload of YouTube videos for those days. A lot of Seven Bomar shit. Some Every Time I Die. Astral Quest. J. Cole, Wolves at the Door, Census Fail. A lot of Census Fail. Franz Ferdinand, Feel the Love Go, High Resolutions, Astral Quest. Franz Ferdinand, Demigog. going to talk about followers on the 26th. The 26th I have quite a few tweets. And then 27 we got some more tweets. Not really. Yeah we do. We do have more tweets on the 27th. I have tweets on the days that I type my book. And at one point I stopped typing my book. So I'm curious to see if there's like a huge jump in date from January to like February 30th or something. There's still quite a few January tweets left. Oh, the 30th I tweet too much. Have some shit on the not a lot of shit on the thirty first. And if I can <coughs> if I can get to February seventh, which is a long ways off. Then I could talk about a dream I had, which is going to add to the book lore.
Shoo! As that sneeze was not as satisfying as I'd wished it would be. I'm gonna flip a card and hopefully we get dissatisfaction. Queen of Cups. That's the emotion part. We flipped the Queen and the Knight of Cups like two or three times. It's a little bit weird. But you take what you're given and you give what you take. You put them together. And a snake is what you make. 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 Somebody like my post of a frog, yeah. Somebody like my post of a frog, yeah. Somebody like my, somebody like my, somebody like my, somebody like my, somebody like my post of a frog, yeah. Guys, ever like a post of a frog? You ever like a post of a frog, my nigga? Shit go quick and we get through quicker. The frog goes hot and you find your dinner. Under the log, under the bug, under the frog, under the log, under the bug, under the frog, under the log, under the bug, under the frog, under the log, under the frog, under the bug, under the frog. Your dinner, and that shit makes you the winner. Run up with the face cause you found your dinner. Under the frog, under the bug, under the frog, under the bug. That's over the log. This is some shit I made. This is some shit I made and I'm kind of really proud of it So if you could not make fun of it, that would be great But if you did make fun of it, I wouldn't care, okay? Cause I can't hear you right now And this is getting recorded in some type of way And it's gonna get better So what else do I have to fucking say? Maybe if I slow down a little bit It could be even better with this shit Maybe if I slow down a little bit It would give even more legit Can see the progress. Shall it ever be? This program I use to make this shit. Very comprehensive shit. Very comprehensive shit. You press two buttons and it fits together and shit. And shit and shit. I just rhyme shit with shit. I guess that's the type of shit that I'm into shitting out to you. Maybe I'm not well received. And maybe you don't think this is what a nigga should strive to be. Show off this shit at school
Don't you forget about it This is your tweet, you mean it Don't you forget about it It's number 72 Duh I still computer, laptop, stream my head I've got a blow my nose And I give a fuck This is so long And it's just not a book I've got the station on the shit So I wanna hide it from the microphone So we can commercial you ever have commercials 
pre-recorded or commercial. We're going to delete that one. That was created with Ignite program. And now we're going to get to tweets January 26th. Tweet a few times. Going to tweet about some shit. Oh, going to tweet about some shit in the story. That could possibly lead to the new slave trade and Rick becoming the enemy. But don't worry, they're immortal, so nobody can really be an enemy. And also, only I can judge me. So, like, who's really... <laughs> you know, how could you be a villain if only I, you can judge yourself? We'll find out. Also, this part of the story is getting to action, and I've got three characters sharing one mind and two bodies. Well, three characters in vocal communication with two bodies amidst the nonverbal world. One is new, one is transmuted, and the other is the narrator first-person view of the story. I gotta write action while being true to these new characters. Also, figuring out how the new one reacts to the world. As we know, Zombie Code says, usurping before creation, always and always. So, it's been a while since I typed any words. To prepare, I watched the anime Seven Deadly Sins. The Seven Deadly Sins was a great story about knights who were banished for something they didn't do, but they kept clean goals and hearts for the most part. And there was a shitload of action including swordplay and magic. Also magical beings and classes and other cool hashtag yo. So usurping that was fun and all. Then I also listened to The Book of Dust Volume 1, La Belle Sauvage, which was a lot more of an adventure story than it was about dust or lyra or god or the authority which was also good to usurp at this point i got new confidence in my ability to describe beautiful fight scenes and also new worries about if the story is adventurous enough or not like what are the stakes what's the character working towards and what are the real obstacles God damn it, I lost followers. Fuck, fuck, fuck. My beautiful progression was thwarted again. May I never reach 1,000. May I never get that K next to my number. It even takes more than 1,000 to get the K. And I can't even get the 1,000. This is not cool, Twitter. I got so many options on how to do it, but I would love to just do it by tweeting a shitload of dumb and smart things, respectively. Yeah, that's right. Episode 67 is here, and it's amazing, and I'm only saying that because I like myself a lot. You should hear it too and be amazed at me and my work. In this episode, the main thing I'm excited to listen back to is the comedy. I had some great fucking sets in this episode, yo. Like, the sets were laugh out loud good. I mean, not all of them, but most of them were great. And I was talking about the podcast. You tweeted you mean at episode 67. Why is Twitter showing me when people I follow like other people's tweets? It's creepy and I don't like it, Twitter. I don't care to know what tweets those people liked. And if I did care, I would find out myself. Timeline is for tweets from people I follow and retweets sent by the people I follow. Please and thank you. I mean, what the fuck is the retweet for now if liking tweets also retweets that tweet you liked? Like, what the fuck? Retweeting is now obsolete if this is the case. This is some bullshit, Twitter. How am I supposed to strategically like tweets to make myself popular? The tweets I'm liking are already liked by followers and hours old. Ooh, nigga, I typed 954 words today. I'm in the midst of the war. Billy is kind of getting into it, but not all the way yet. We're at a pivotal moment in the story where Mi is also about to test out some shit. She a 
about to consume some flaming people and introduce more change and newness into the world. I typed out some details of the book and then I typed two different text messages and came back here and couldn't remember why I was giving away those details. So I deleted the tweet and now I have to admit that I was wrong or indecisive or showing off or something not good. Anyway, the war is very fun to type out. The hard part is deciding when the characters get to say something or comment on the situation because the talking disrupts the flow of action and like how do you know what's happening while the characters are talking like how many words can a character say while swinging a sword through the air and if they are talking and responding does it happen in some type of rhythm with the action he parries let go my ego he stabs it's mine not yours he pulls the sword out no uh he kicks actually that's not bad other than the fact that the description of the action is bland i guess when it gets hectic like it's about to i can go into some of that when the descriptions get too complicated to not be bland like billy is about to go up against five flaming beasts at once ugh youtube is giving me notifications about shit i'm not subscribed to what the fuck is going on with the internet is this net neutrality i gotta see what people i follow like and i gotta get actual notifications about viral videos this is bullshit internet youtube knows i ain't never watched one of the videos that said elon musk on it but they want to pretend like i give a fuck about that viral video god damn it i don't give a fuck about your viral videos and i don't give a fuck about what tweets people liked also facebook is doing that dumb shit too we thought you would like to see this fuck you go die facebook although facebook is less intrusive for some reason idk but still is this what artificial intelligence is being used for you should be ashamed of yourselves bots shame don't try to predict which shitty things i want to see go predict how to solve some fucking world problems fuck elon musk testing testing this is your nigga b from twitter to facebook over the airwaves i got one tab open says twitter i got one tab open says facebook i got this box i'm filling with words i got to check if it shows up on other tab if this doesn't show up i'ma be kind of mad i don't think that showed up this is test two i know facebook wants me to not be able to post only on the fan page if facebook had its way i'd have to post on my main page that's not what i want facebook i'm going to try closing chrome and reopening i know one time i asked the bots nicely and they did the connection for me that would be great if bots wanted to help me out i'd remarry you bots test three this is getting more and more annoying i'm kind of close to giving up i don't want to sound down but facebook makes me frown and i suppose to be clown but fart now brown cow i know what i have to do i have to pretend like i'm going to connect twitter to my real facebook and then uncheck the box from twitter effectively tricking facebook because facebook is the partner who is trying to put on stipulations on our arrangement fuck you facebook okay so test four is going to at least show up on my real face page which is not something i want but simply a means to an end so don't mind this post right here it's only a test to make my facebook compliant in the real relationship that i want which is a secret fan page thing all right now we should have effectively tricked facebook into letting me post tweets directly to my fan page my secret lovely fan page that only has like seven likes and that might be three too many maybe i got like 10 likes but i doubt it seriously but that's irrelevant this is harder than it should be test four worked properly the next tweet did not land this one should it should work fuck 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 i gotta calm down this is getting ridiculous i hate facebook so much i hate it Ugh. test five will it blend the main goal of this connection has always been to share videos that i like from youtube i like a youtube video post to twitter with cool words like i like this video then from here it posts to my fan page and from there i share it to my real page 
page if I want. I remember explaining that process before we could type whole paragraphs on Twitter. It was a long succession of tweets. Let me tell you about it on my podcast in a past episode. Hashtag you tweeted you mean it. I wonder if I used that hashtag yet. I'm reminded of my hashtag project idea. Honestly, I should stop tweeting now because I'm too high for my own win. My battle that I won the war to, you know? The war is won and now I'm drunk in love and that makes for perverted tweets. Perverted tweets being tainted and not sexual. Although everything is sexual if you think about it. But don't think about it. What I meant was that I'm going to try to catch Facebook up on the past year if I keep tweeting now. If I take a break, it will be business as usual. I haven't written my book yet and that's not good. If I did it in the morning, I would probably have already written like two pages. I got a goal to live tweet Big Boy's new album because I felt dumb and offensive after sending him a tweet with him tagged in it. A reply to a picture no less asking if he had a new album because I didn't even know. Turns out that album came out in like June of last year. How come no one told me Big Boy had an album out last year? Y'all need to keep me from looking stupid in front of famous people. That's what you're all here for. Be my buffer and make my numbers fluffy goddammit. Don't ever slack on me like that again fake news. 358 words typed. This counts for yesterday and not today. Tomorrow. These few paragraphs don't have any fighting but did have some talking between main character and his intuition and his teacher friend. It was fun and funny a few paragraphs where Billy gets frustrated. I get the pleasure of pushing my main character's buttons until he transforms into a more well-oiled machine, so to speak. I already know the peaks of his potential, and I get to slowly incite a valid reason for that potential to manifest. He's frustrated, but still in control for now. Some cool shit happens at Overwhelmed. Frustration is comic relief. Anger is drive. I should have ordered that as anger is drive. Frustration is comic relief, but some cool shit happens at Overwhelmed. Hashtag structure and shit. I like frustrated Billy. He says fuck a lot. Anger is more a catalyst fuel than it is drive. He's more driven by the idea of protecting me, his intuition in physical form, although Mia's mentioned that she can't get hurt, which leads to more frustration because his drive is murky. He's gotta be his own drive, even if me is him. All this being a formula to reach overwhelmed Billy, where shit will go down, nigga. I think I'll have overwhelmed Billy drop a few niggas, lol. But once again, I'll tell the viewer that the peak won't be reached in this book, but in the next book that takes place in the Dark Sea. And to clarify for the viewer, the peak I'm talking about is the potential Billy has to fight and make change. Mostly fight, though. It would be unfair if that potential was unleashed in the current world the story takes place in. Those peeps ain't on that level. I want to document that I am borrowing an idea from the gifted. I watched an episode where Bill the Vampire went and talked to his dad and found out he's a suppressed mutant and Vampire's Bill dad asked if his kids have held hands yet. So hold hands, borrowed. Fuck you. Overwhelmed Billy is going to hold some hands, nigga. It's gonna be so fun to build up to that point. Cause Billy is already a G, like, it's gonna take a lot of shit to get him overwhelmed. I've been sitting with my laptop for over an hour. Still can't bring myself to write some book. I guess tweeting will at least warm up the fingers, I guess. It's like I don't trust the picture that's currently in my head. I don't want to solidify that picture until it's more to my liking. But when will that happen and will I automatically start typing? I watched the first episode of Black Lightning. I didn't like it, but I did like that the first episode we learned that his daughter has power. I hope they take the normal CW route and make the daughters the main characters because I'd watch that story. The daughters were cool. I said the normal CW route, meaning female leads and strong female characters. It's a thing with most all superhero shows on that network. Also, the 100 is very female driven and that seems to make for a better show honestly but black lightning
thing ain't my type of show. They started in the middle of a story for one. Like give a nigga a backstory or origin or something. Like I said unless it's really about the daughters. But I doubt they will let that takeover happen abruptly like it needs to. Fuck Black Lightning make him a teacher. Shitting on pop culture is low. I listened to a podcast that takes current events and talks about them today and last night. It rubbed off on me. It's not like I don't talk about TV but like this much depth is unnecessary. Ever think about how fast the expiration dates with conversations of pop culture? Like in a year will anyone know what the fuck y'all are referencing? In a few months will anyone know the political problem you're fighting so avidly for? Expiration is coming motherfucker. The rights you think you're fighting for. After the problems are solved by people who will never know you nor your opinion, what will your words even mean? A snapshot in time that you are on the right side of history. Worth shit to most of the world. Talking shit about talking shit about pop culture. Now that's more on my level. LOL. This too shall pass. Fuck. Once again I am reminded of a time where writer's block was happening and I gave myself the directive of just plopping shit onto the document and I'll edit it later if need arises. I shall have the same passion or drive or objective or whatnot but IDK. Also if I were just to add a few sentences I would be proud of myself. A few sentences would be better than nothing but I am such a spot in the story that everything I type affects the future of the whole book. Goddamn monumental moments. Moments of real choices. Ideas and time slip through my fingers like water. I know there's something to grasp but will I do it in time? Will I do it in idea? Grasp the goddamn idea and the time becomes irrelevant. Blah blah solidify this air nigga blah blah god is dumb and shit. Fuck. I was going to change the radio station but Swim Good just came on and I haven't heard the song in too long. I was so excited about the part of the story last night. I can't wait too much longer before starting to write. I gotta be on time and shit for comedy tonight. Should I just time travel back to those feelings or be in this new cautious state of mind? There must be a reason. These goddamn tweets, the product of my procrastination and cautious nature, adding to my other book lol. The behind the scenes book on a book. Lol 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 lol. Fuck irony and fuck fate. Fuck destiny. Fuck everything can go to hell in a handbasket nigga. Fuck. Oh shit my character's in a state of frustration as am I my dear lad. Fuck fate. Fuck destiny. Fuck meaning. Fuck existence. This shit is cool as fuck. I'm coming to all these great realizations and I'm ready to write now but also I want to brag about how cool I am for not understanding how I work while continuing to work efficiently and that's fun. And I did bragging now so I guess I'll go right and hopefully win. The three characters are inside of me nigga. You are legion nigga. You and you and you. You're all legion. Okay okay. Now I want to extend the bragging to different ideas and then go repost it all over Facebook. This is where the good meets the bad but also where the knowing meets the unconscious. Cause I DK what that means but I typed it and that's alright to do. 104 words typed today. I don't want to continue. It was a good few paragraphs. I'm going to clap out of it. We're finally on February 1st. We've read all of January. Let's check the time. 2.17 currently. You're probably on 2. Nah, you're probably on 1.30. (laughs) I'm currently 2 hours and 17 minutes into this. I like that I'm keeping time. Even though the time will be very manipulated by the time you hear it.
I'm trying to find a way to manipulate the tissue to where I could use it more. I think I did pretty well. This tissue still got space for like one more blow. Usually it's only like two. I mean it's got good space for one more blow. So maybe possibly two. But two is pushing it. It'd have to be a small second blow. So in those tweets I read, that was the end of January. For one, when I was going into the tweets in the past, uh, in the past, <laughs> this me, right, currently me, when I was going into the tweets, I thought I was talking about a part of the book that I'm on currently, but I was actually talking about the first manifestation of me. Am I me? My mis misintuition, Billy's intuition. I was like, three characters are in contact and two bodies. Cause, yeah, I was talking about me being in the conversation, which is a really cool point in the book where I literally talk out my fears with writing this part of the book it's like literally a conversation on how do we talk who's gonna take the lead now that you have another part of yourself physically manifested visually manifested how are you gonna talk to yourself like what's the dialogue that you have with me now now that me's in your face And what's cool about Billy the hero is that he asks the questions. And what's even cooler about me is me understands that he asks the questions. So like that part, when Jessica, Billy, and me are in this blackness of self-reflection and they're all looking at each other like how is this about to go down? You know, in very me like fashion, and by me, I mean Byron me, not intuition me, in very Byron like fashion, it works itself out while questions are being answered. Like, during the asking of the questions, you see how it's going to work out. Because I've s had to solve it before I wrote it. And like that was like a real problem. Because I was like, wouldn't Billy be afraid that me was going to take over because me knew, knows more? You know? How do you how do you be able to trust me? His intuition. How would he trust his intuition now that his intuition 
had a physical body of its own. He has to accept himself as me and himself, respectively, as both and separate, as both together and separate. So in that process, he has to ask it questions. <clears throat> And I had that worked out pretty cool. I can't give away the whole book in this episode. This is like deep tracks. Because this is the current part of the book I'm on. No, this is not exactly current. This is a part that was really close to current parts. But it's like really cool. I think we might get to the dream stuff next episode. This might... Excuse me. Let's flip a card about it. Get the Knight of Wands. This creation. We've got the creative power in our hands. This is going to be so much editing though. I can't. I can't do it to myself. so much editing we can do it we can do it we can do it though we can do it guys my nose itches I don't want to blow my nose again and lose the last of the tissue I flipped a card and guess what it is? It's the Knight of Wands. Again. I really wanted to pull a different card that wasn't a knight or a princess or a fucking queen. I wanted like a cool descriptive word or maybe one of the main ones, whatever they're called. Let's flip another card. This one's upside down so it can't be the same one. But guess what it is? It's Valor, number seven of wands. One that we've flipped before. Flipped before on this episode. Oh, I've got the Valor too. Come on. Come on. Come on. Stupid. This is stupid. How does it feel? How does it feel? To know everything you thought to be true is it real? Feel the groove in what I'm saying is not mattering because I don't really care to say anything right now because I don't think I could say anything profound. I really doubt that I could say anything types of profound. There's so many types of profound, profound. You found it on the ground, but the ground is pro, feel pro legit. She legit. I just want to talk in some type of rhythm. I just want to spit in some type of schism. I just want to flip in some type of chrism. Prism. 
chrism. I wanted to say crevasse and like vest and vest. And was there some type of V word that's crevasse also? The void. There we go. I want to flip into the void. And then we can void the void of the void. Void the meaning of the void. Prolapse. Toys. And the boys on the ground. And the toys on the loud messages we found repeats coming out time to add some music to the sound what I wanted to say earlier is gonna seem less significant now but I wanted to say something about being profound I guess that's what we call a circle even though this is very not cool to do at this point because this is supposed to be like rhyming or some type of point but the point is never going to be profound, even if it is a circle, even if it's upside down. I don't really give a fuck the type of shit I'm talking about. But you know that it's not profound. Profound, meaning that you found it first or something. Meaning that it's found first. This is something that's first and then it's first again. Profound? You found it first? What's the pro mean? The first? First again, not the first of the pro pro means that you're getting paid for some shit. Am I even on beat anymore? Is it still legit? It's definitely not profound. That's a circle again around and around and around fucking I don't wanna say merry-go-round after saying around because that's like the same word and I don't wanna sound like that type of person. Here goes the repeat again. God damn, I don't wanna do this type of shit. But I keep doing this type of shit and the beat just keep better and get better and I don't wanna Still got some kind of cool sound and I like the fact that I'm talking on some type of beat Even if I'm not saying something with any types of beat No salami, no cheese, all types of beef I wanted to say meat again But that's the same word that I said earlier But also it's another word if you think about it Meat and meat are two different types of things One is a food and one is a thing that you do with your friends One is a thing that you do do is a type of word that can hang too. It's a hang instead of mean. Mean is another word that sounds like meat, but it's got a no T. It's got a no T. That that's got an extra I. A's and T's, T's and A's, where it's at. Ats and tats. We don't give no fats. <laughs> Fucks, fats. Signs are getting stupid, the signs are getting foggy, it's kind of foggy out here in my brain, in my mind, in the sphere. Something's changing with the deers. Don't get scared because the beast's still there. I have to check really quick though, yeah. Turn the phone on and look at the time because it's got two minutes left. And I was like, oh shit, is this two minutes already up? It's definitely got a pause in it right there. This is still not profound. Still didn't say what profound was. If I don't get to it by the end of this song, I'm never gonna know what it was. Maybe I should Google the definition of profound. Is this still a circle or is this just a song about the definition of profound? Do you get paid for some shit? Do you get paid to find it? Pro means before found? It's newly found, like you said that shit already before, I guess that's exactly what it means or some shit. I'm gonna Google it and then it's not gonna be legit at all. Maybe I should Google it on this podcast.
and try to get to the dream I have. Is this even on beat anymore? Because I'm really just talking and I guess it's on beat. And this is what's on the background. Coniferous Friends, look it up. This is about to end. Coniferous Friends, is this a podcast or is this a commercial for a podcast? Coniferous Friends is on the fucking SoundCloud. Maybe you can't hear what I'm saying right now because that shit is so loud. I got the hands really loud. You could be a hipster about some shit You could be a hipster about my dick It hasn't been seen by many people That's been hiding it Got sequels You can see twice Dick on repeat Dick on the vice Got the pictures of my <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking about dicks This is a comedian thing Trying to talk about being profound I guess that's the pictures are now Everybody's profound in the space that you're in That was a commercial for Coniferous Ferns. You can find it on SoundCloud.com. <laughs> no, there's definitely no third use for that. I mean fourth use for that tissue. If I use it four times, actually, I could store it in this bag. I was about to mention on how if I used it another time, I wouldn't be able to fold it. But then I have the bag here. I shouldn't be divulging this information. I should be reading tweets. Let me hurry up and get through the dream. It's going to be so much editing. You have no idea how much editing this is going to take. I mean, but you kind of have an idea, but like, not really to click and edit every space between not only sentences, but fucking words that I take a pause in. You know how many pauses I take? Do you hear the pauses I've already taken? Have you heard the spaces in the normal shit? Shit that's not edited before I clap? Holy fuck. I'm doing a lot of work here, people. I'm doing the great work. I'm doing the great work for you. So you can enjoy it. You know? Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
I haven't written anything tonight or today or this morning and right now my brain is telling me a multitude of other things that would be better suited for this moment to do instead of typing my book. The thing is I trust my brain to a point. I will do some things including tweet. I will tweet and I will put on music and I will go smoke a cigarette and I already watched some anime, some Full Metal Alchemist. What else did I do before that? Drank two beers, shared some Facebook memories, I ate earlier. All is the process of this. The best and coolest advice from an established writer about the process is the process includes the downtime and other time spent not writing. I forget the time to time and sometimes I put too much weight on the idea. Other times I don't believe it to be true. Another thing I have tried to take into account for myself is that I don't have an actual bedtime. I feel I need to sleep at 3 but record shows that if I didn't get to sleep till like 4 last night and I slept in this afternoon. Create an out but also an out that includes grabbing the objective before exiting. Remember to grab the objective before exiting always and always. That's a Facebook tweet if I ever did see one. I can make always and always some type of catchphrase or mantra or something. The comedian of me says put it on a t-shirt. I'll google the phrase to see if it's already popular and I just stumbled upon it. Stumbled upon seems like. Shout out Kenny Loggins always and always lol. I didn't type anything before falling asleep last night but I did type something when I woke up and that's 160 words also known as two small paragraphs. I'm not ready to stop but I don't know that I'm seeing different directions instead of a steady stream and it's hard to write different directions. I'll get them out and I'll be on my merry way soon enough. I was retweeted by a bot called my brain is and it retweets tweets that have that in them. Man those tweets are not good lol. Most of it is brain about to explode, brain only wants to do this, brain brain complain complain. I hope bots aren't trying to learn what brains are. I only read like seven tweets on the page, the most recent mind you, and even I now think that we would be better off without brains as humans and my brain came up with that idea. 736 words typed today. The updated word count. Got through a hard part. There are more difficult paragraphs ahead. Check out my latest podcast. You tweeted you mean it. Episode 68. 581 words typed today. I didn't know I was going to do it, but I sure am proud. I am not proud about my follower numbers. Somehow I'm at 940 followers. I lost about three of them. For shame. I gotta get out of here. I'm going to an open mic tonight for more undocumented, unrecorded stand-up. Be there to see it or never hear it. Seahorse Saloon or something with the seahorse in it. Wrote 260 three words tonight and did comedy twice. Good night indeed. The tiny dog poked its head out of the six inch high doggy door that was attached to the seven car garage that was his home. The tiny dog had tiny head and a brain full of wonder. It looked towards the huge castle and stuck its tongue out of its mouth and breathed deeply fast. I put earplugs in and in the quiet I was reminded to start something great that I had come up with the idea for in the past. Here's to new beginnings and shame that I can't splurge on it. I should be trying to sleep and feeling self-conscious about my dream decisions. God damn it, I've sunken below 940 followers. I'm not even doing anything wrong, weird or offensive. Go fuck yourself, you heard me right. I mean not nice, you said it twice. Hashtag MGMT. I don't think dreams are premonitions. I don't think dreams are visions. But I'll be goddamned if I don't admit that I think dreams are real. ESP now that I sleep with a sleep mask and earplugs. 
It's fucking ridiculous, people. I wake up and still be dreaming regularly. It's confusing as fuck sometimes. I wake up from a dream and be like, oh, that was a dream. I kind of want to go back and prove myself. But then instead of falling asleep again, I have to walk there or realize I'm using shit that means I'm still dreaming. Never took the mask off. I woke up this afternoon scared for my safety. I thought I took a video on Instagram of a club that was a honeypot trap for partying adults. Weird thing is I remember taking the video. I experienced time pass. Then I watched the video later and thought, I can't have this. I took off the sleep mask and actually checked my phone. I didn't know if I had been to the club, nor what was real or dream, enough to fear having the actual evidence of it. The club was just one space of this wonderland for adults that had a sinister agenda. I'm going to relay most of the dream, leaving out who I think certain people were, not because I feel you tweeple need to know about my dream, but because the correspondence is too rich to leave. Guess what, nigga? This is a continuation on behind the scenes book on a book, nigga. Oh shit. Oh goddamn. Oh fuck. Oh nigga. I got to the Wonderland by car, traveling on the outside of the fence recklessly. I had borrowed a car and was in the middle of a date, and I was showing off all bad things in the dream world where you can access full control. I was not. It was embarrassing, honestly. I say the fence because I want to correspond it to traveling on the outside of time and space, but still close enough to be physical. Anywho, I was showing off the girl in the passenger seat and couldn't bring myself to slow down or be careful when the road got rough. We ended up falling out of the car into the river that's controlled by a tide. The lady I was impressing had a jet ski and we rode the current until it got rough and again we were thrown off at a place the fence had broken and there was a path up the bank into reality. From there is where we entered the adult wonderland. Its look was like a fair or a festival rather. I can remember seeing open spaces with buildings and hanging decorations and feeling an energy. My next coherent invisible memory is in the club partying with my friends. I did not know nor ask how my friends had gotten there. The next memories are scrambled for me currently because time is relative and I think I spent more and less time there than I am perceiving. Stick with it and the correspondence will make the shit make sense. I took an Instagram video of me and my friends dancing and having fun in the club and named it something random and unrelated as I am known to do. I go elsewhere for some reason. I find a staircase and I am at the top trying to go down. People in the staircase are speaking. I overhear some distress from the people in the staircase with me. Something along the lines of shit is about to go down and I always try to get out before this shit. I suspect these conversations are overheard on my first experience there. I'm smart and fast. That tweet was revealing to the idea that I think is very goddamn possible that where I was is a real place. And correspondence will explain it more and better. But let's get back to the time hopping story. I get out of the staircase because they freaking me out. I am back on the grounds where I find the girl I originally came with. She is seeming more headstrong than I. She and a crowd of people run towards the gate as the gates begin to close. There are three gates next to us. We all run from one to the other as they close one after the other. There was a person who went for the slowest closing one first. He got his head decapitated in the closing gates. There was then a rush of people flooding out of the building next to us. They were the Asians. The flood of Asians from the building began to slaughter the crowd that we were in. They all carried swords and seemed to use them well. The girl I was with produced a see-through shield and tossed me one of my own. With this, I defended myself and got a hold of a sword. I don't know what happened to the girl I was with from that point. I mean, this is 
is more broken storytelling, but it's also a confession that I didn't have enough compassion to save her nor myself in that moment. Truly embarrassing. Shameful. What I did do was watch her swordplay in admiration. Also, I did some cool-ass sword shit myself. Eventually, they sent out professionals to deal with us. I think I died. I'm not sure, though. I remember being outside of the adult wonderland. I remember escaping from the adult wonderland. I remember watching someone commit suicide after freeing themselves. There was street parking outside like on Channel Zero No End House. That was cool. I found myself in the club feeling a weird energy. The energy was decoded. It was saying, stay here. And it was like a magnetic energy. I found myself in the staircase again. This time I saw the Asians before the war speaking on their plans. They had swords ready. At one point I was next to the street parking, but also not outside of the jurisdiction of the adult wonderland. There were government looking people with guns guarding the exit. Some people were passing through, and when I tried I was told I needed a faction shirt. People with allegiances to one of the warring gangs or factions were given special shirts that rep their employer, and people with an employer were allowed to leave peacefully. I watched as a big black nigga walked up to me from inside. He seemed confident and I discouraged. I seemed discouraged, which threw off his game to the point where he told me to relax and watch him. Things weren't as serious as they seemed to be. We can just slip on through. Fuck a t-shirt. Don't buy into the hype and propaganda, he said by saying, watch me. He walked calmly past the guards and stopped when they asked to see his shirt. He calmly said, oh, I don't have one, and began to walk again. The guards got up to stop him, turned him around, and checked his shirt before shooting him three times. He died holding his belly. I have memories of being in the street parking lot. I think that happens when you leave the adult wonderland before the war starts. But if you do, you are likely wait. Why am I putting you in this? I'll go back to broken storytelling. Next memory is walking out of adult wonderland. I don't know how many times I lived out the scenario or which time this was. I assume not the first nor the last. There were no guards waiting outside of the gate and I made it to the street park. I met a friend who I had not seen inside the adult wonderland and wondered what she was doing there. I didn't get an answer, but she did come with me to check out my vehicle. Tires had been fucked all the way up. After catching up, I was attacked by a group of people. Those people injected some type of poison into my neck. As I reminisce over the situation, I am reminded of flashes of images of struggle and fighting that happened inside of the adult wonderland, not outside. I think the drug was a memory eraser or memory scrambler. This is turning out to be longer to explain than I thought, which leads me to believe that I may have joined a faction in that space. I hope I didn't. I mean, I don't think I would. It would be truly embarrassing if I did fall prey to something in my own dream. There are two parts left that, to me, point to the idea that I joined the Asians. Of course, if it was real, and if I did, then this explanation would probably be evidence of my disloyalty. Well, I mean, soon it would be evidence of that when we get into correspondence. I don't remember interacting with any other factions, well unless the people in the street parking were a faction. That makes sense. Anyway, I was in a store inside of Adult Wonderland and I felt a presence that I wanted to run from, but I could feel was coming for me. I walked to the edge of the store strategically before the presence got to me. Back to the wall, I faced it. It was the ruler of the Asian sword faction. She was a woman inside of a canvas being carried around by her employees. I showered her with disarming compliments. Compliments.
She liked me. I got potential, nigga. LOL. She liked me and was trying to recruit me personally. I say she was trying to recruit me personally after the fact. During the time, it could have been a courtship. Maybe she wanted to have kids. IDK, I don't remember everything. I do remember saying that I would give her a hug. So there was this weird situation where they laid her canvas down on something the height of my chest. I was supposed to lay on top of the canvas. I flew at this point to get up there and hugged her. SMH weirdo. Last part of the dream. I am out a little further off than the street parking, but still in an area that looks like it. I'm using a projector screen to scroll the internet. Two lady friends of mine who were in Adult Wonderland are behind me, judging my search history and shit. I turn from the laptop that's being projected to my phone. I take out my phone and remembering the video I took on the first night day life there, I go to Instagram. I see the video still there and wonder how it could exist and if it's dangerous to have or not. I think about it. The only people who are allowed to advertise for adult wonderland are doing it by word of mouth and only after they have been injected with some type of memory fucking drug so yeah the video is dangerous next question why have they not found it the government people at the gate had me under the belief that they had far-reaching powers also the magic and science they used hinted that this was a big situation how did i still have the video because no one likes my updates and i name my shit stuff random and unrelated the power was in my hand i woke up with this sleep mask on. Again, I checked my phone and saw the video. I took off the sleep mask and checked Instagram. There was no video. My heart was racing. Finally, the real story is out of the way so the more important shit can be explained. I need to take a break, but if I do, I fear the ideas will run away from the light. First, I guess factions are soul groups. Soul groups can be anything from religion to race to a secret society. Second, that this world is directly corresponding to the real world. Their currency is your energy and time. Whichever soul groups get the most time and energy has the most influence in the real world. The idea that Adult Wonderland is a power generator that magnetizes innocent and not so innocent people into being a battery for the soul group in power. The war happens to encourage the fission needed to power the generator. The splitting and building of groups needs to be continuous so the war needs to be continuous. There needs to be neutral people to threaten the imbalance and add new elements into the machine. But for why this part of behind the scenes book on a book, this is the space Billy will find himself in after leaving the world full of fire and before getting into the dark ocean he will have to travel the astral realm and he'll end up getting mixed up in the war or better yet he'll think he's back on earth and instead end up in adult wonderland he'll have to keep his wits about him and realize he's in the astral still then it'll be fun watching him make all the correct decisions that i did not he's gonna take down some empires and destroy adult wonderland i can't imagine it'll be a long book but it will be fucking good done and documented motherfucker i googled fission and was delighted that my idea made scientific sense. Look at me being wholesome and scientifically sound. Two claps. <coughs> First one wasn't like a loud one. I'm used to like pop in the clap. I'm gonna blow a little nose a little bit. I should have waited till after the clap. Or before the clap. Motherfuckers. Motherfucker, 
can't take a ride Get out of this place while we still have time We still have time Princess of Cups. Whoa. This one looks different from what I've seen before from the Princess of Cups. It's got cool jewels on her dress thing. She's green. That's pretty cool. She's holding a shell with a turtle in it. I probably have seen this before, but I mean, Princess of Cups. Uh, that's cups are water and emotion and shit. So before, I mean, in, not in the tweets that I just read, but in the tweets I read before, I forgot to mention that uh, the thing where I was like, I made myself frustrated, and the character at the time that I was writing was supposed to get him frustrated. And like, that was a cool revelation where I, to get into the mindset to write the book, I had to also be frustrated with something. And it wasn't important what I was frustrated with, but what was important was the journey to frustration into fruition. And that was pretty cool. And then also I had the revelation where I was complaining about shit on Twitter, complaining that I couldn't write anything. But then I was like, oh shit, this complaining is also writing behind the scenes book on a book. So... In effect, I'm still being productive, even though I'm just complaining about not being productive. Complaining about not being productive is production. So that was, those were cool revelations. And then the dream, uh, got to do the explanation of the dream. The explanation is pretty fucking tight. Because, like... That's kind of the idea of what I've been learning in in makeshift correspondence class, also known as Seven Bomar School, which isn't the real school. He's actually got a school called the University, which I am not involved with. But I've been watching YouTube videos of his. And like last episode, I mentioned he wants to exercise the world, the universe, or the universe, respectively. 
to exercise the inner verse is that story of my dream but like I don't want to explain the whole matrix situation I wanna I wanna think that my listeners have a grasp on what the matrix is so there's the idea of the matrix but there's a fake matrix being some shit that was constructed for a purpose purpose of stealing energy which is what I described the dream as being with fission using the, the adult wonderland as a battery not a battery as a generator a generator of energy the war is what causes the fission and fission being when electrons separate and collide together and group together and separate and shit it's like a like a boiling pot but with electrons doing shit so like radiation causes fission where radiation is like the electrons ripping each other off of a shit and degrading I guess the word is suns have fission because it's a bunch of plasma is like fission because the sun is plasma is what I was getting at not, not that those are two separate things <laughs> but plasma is the idea of the electrons loosely flying around and electricized electricity sized electrosized electrocuted electric they're charged electrons they're flying around and doing shit and hitting each other it causes fission which releases energy so the idea that soul groups exist which they do in reality which like I mentioned race religion culture anything that can group of people is a soul group but the idea that there's a bunch of them instead of one which is seven bomar speech I mean like I just repeat a bunch of shit that I learned from my teachers we all know this to be true anyway a soul is one a soul even means alone or one or whatever solo soul so the the idea that there's more than one soul group means it's in conflict and in the dream they have war every night every night at the same time they all come out with their their weapons and whatever they gained their tacticals shit you know to make it interesting it's a continuous growing thing there's always new people there's fresh bait dropped in the water so like everyone gets their chance to overthrow this the shit you know it's not a it's not a monopoly driven game it's not driven by one faction is driven by the idea that there are multiple factions so the only way to threaten it is to bring them together 
because like if you threaten it by joining one faction and making it dominant over the other factions you're just adding to the fight like that's not gonna stop other people from scheming to get to the top that's just continuing the fight but ending the fight would be like no nah, there's no like there's only one soul <laughs> soul groups are stupid so like the idea of coming up with that idea is there's only one soul is it's hard to do in adult wonderland or the world because your examples of soul are going fucking wild you know they made the soul groups you know if all is one soul then you are responsible for adult wonderland and the world which is split up into soul groups that get to fight each other as some type of play but the people die and they come back to life in the same thing and and they have people fucking up people's memories and they have suicides and like bribery and all treachery and shit entrapment The idea that you're doing all of that to yourself is what you have to come to terms with in order to beat that type of system. <coughs> and that comes with learning truth, honestly. But uh, So that's the, defi the definition, that's the correspondence of the dream. It was a really profound dream. I can still remember it, especially because it's written down and I just read it out loud. I haven't been back to the place that I remember. I've had quite a few dreams that were like profound. But like once it went through them, it's like I went through them. Now I'm on to other dream shit. Dream every night. It's fucking cool. I was gonna say it's tiring, but it's fucking cool. There was a dream I mentioned. Oh, learning time travel. And then I talked about manipulating time later on. That's pretty cool. dream what about the dream there was one dream where I liberated myself from some place that was fucking cool last dream I had we were partying in different houses there was another dream where I was partying in houses and like found out some backhand shit was going on that was a weird ass dream <laughs> that one was like fucking political I did not like that one. <laughs> I was like, why am I into this politics? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> this dream was the similar type house party, but less politics. It's 
So maybe that's progression, who knows. What we do know is that we've got to end this podcast and start the long, unending process of editing those three sections of tweets. Uh, Another documentation we ended on the 7th of February, I think. No, the 8th or the 9th. The 7th is the last day we read. Whatever days after the 7th, we have the 8th. Okay. Left off on the 8th of February. I like that I mentioned uh, the different episodes of You Tweeted, You Beamed It that were released during that time. It was like 67, no, 69. 69 is February 10th. We didn't get to those tweets yet, but that's after the dream. I might mention the dream in episode 69, or episode 72. We're so close to catching up with ourselves. But the idea that you can hear those tweets where I was at the time since I'm mentioning the numbers of them and you heard it here you can and I mentioned the dates and the tweets around it that's what I'm saying so now you can go into those into those episodes knowing what space I was in during that time but then on the episode it'll have tweets from like a even further back So it's, I don't know, and comedy from further back. So, I mean, not not all of it is in the present moment, but the beginning part's usually present. So, like, the first hour of episode 67 is probably mentioning the dream, or episode 69, I probably mentioned the dream, is what I meant to say, not 67. 67 is the one I was bragging about, or 65 or something. Whatever. Who cares? We gotta do spiritual warfare and get the fuck out of here. I'm 317 into this shit. You're probably 245. 245. That's how much shit I gotta do. 3 hours 17 minutes in. That's how long I used to go when I was doing the recordings. I have so much shit to edit. Oh my Oh, I have to mention, I used the edit time to actually take a break. That was... That's going to be like an extra two minutes. That, uh... (laughs) So you might be on like 2.30, actually. And I'm on 3.18. So I used to break. Took a break of that bitch. edit that space out because it was in the time during the reading of the tweets I had to mention it before I ended this because I was like oh shit that was brilliant read the tweets then blow your nose in the middle of it yeah because you can edit that shit out get up and walk around for a second you can edit that shit out getting smarter this is Spiritual Warfare, aka Tarot Card Battle. That is where two people get a tarot deck. 
and they flip a card after shuffling. You shuffle and flip a card, and you come up with a plan to win your opponent's soul. Yeah, that's right. You win in souls. How you win is you convince yourself that you win. In the midst of my plan, in the midst of your own plan, you convince yourself you win. Then you win. My soul. Spiritual Warfare, a.k.a. Tarot Card Battle. Not to be confused with Fate Foretold, the card game. As I mentioned before, we got the Toth deck. We're going to do Spiritual Warfare. We're going to do three rounds. We're going to flip a card and try to beat each other. If you think you win, then you win. And I think I did. Here we go. First round, flip. I get fortune number 10. Fortune, come on. What do I do with this? I use good luck to thwart your plan. Good fortune. Good fortune is on my side, so I win. No matter what you do, I've got the good fortune on my side. I've got the fortune. You know how rich people get shit done? That's how I got it. The fortune rubbing it in. Alright, we're gonna shuffle, shuffle, shuffle to shuffle, shuffle to shuffle to shuffle to round two. Ready? I cut the cards. And flip. I get the Emperor number four. This is a trump card, much like the other one was a trump card. This one's number four though. The Emperor has this thing that looks like a bomb in his hand. So I use that as a projectile and I throw it at you. Boom, I win your soul. The Emperor could probably be used to some cool other shit, but I'm not in the mood to think about what the fuck that even means, the Emperor. He's just sitting on a throne and shit. You know? Controlling shit. Controller, controller. I don't like that song. I like it though. Alright. We shuffled a little bit more. This is round three, the last round. This is Spiritual Warfare, aka Tarot Card Battle. One, two, three, flip. I flipped the devil, bitch. That's number 15. That's a high number. The devil's intelligent as fuck. He'll come up with a plan. You know, he'll come up with a plan better than what he told Jesus. You know, make a deal. Make Let's make a deal. He's intelligent. When your soul. This has been a fun episode. Look me up. I'm not just me.com. Also known as Byron Broussard. A.K.A. Black Rocker on Twitter. And Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. This has been another episode of You Tweeted, You Mean It, episode 72, Dell. <sighs> Sigh of relief. That's the Never Not Funny outro. 
Stealing people's intros, that's always fun. Or outros, actually. Whatever. We gotta go. We gotta go. That's a funny thing to say. Anyway, goodbye. <laughs> Exit to mode.